Hi, welcome to the shallow dive on the Dafyomi. I hope you enjoy. We're going to be working on the Gemara in Yavamas, Chavches Aleph, from the first two dots. But before we do that, we need to see the Mishnah, beginning of the pair, Chavav Aleph. Arba Achin, four brothers, Shnaimahen, Nesum, Shtechayos. Two of them are married to two sisters. Mesu Anasom S. Achayos. So let's give an example. Four brothers Ruben, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. All sons of Yaakov. Two of them married to sisters. So let's say Ruben and Shimon married to Rachel and Leah. And then Levi and Yehuda are married to non sisters. The din is, These two widows now, of Reuben and Shimon, are only subject to chalitza, not evil. That means that the zika, the attachment between these two widows to their brother-in-law, brothers-in-law, must be severed and not consummated. Vim kidmo vikansu. If, however, instead of doing chalitza, they did yibum, they concluded leveret marriage, yotziu, then they have to get divorced. Vilozer, different yourselves, Rabbi Yezra, Rabbi Elozer, Omer, Beshamay Omrim, Ikayim. So Vilozer says that Beshamay holds that if they did this, Although they weren't supposed to, they could be Makaim, they could stay married. Vesel Omer Yotziu. Vesel says no. They must get divorced. Let's see Rashi. Abba Achim, Velo Misyabmos. The first time of the Gemara, Mishum Zika, the reason for this is that there's Zika. Kibon, the Tarvayos, Kukin. Lahai, Ulahai. Both of these women have a zika to the two remaining living brothers, in our case, Levi and Yehuda. So each one has a double zika, a double attachment, and we have whenever he looks at each one as a possibility to do Yibum, there's a contemporaneous Zika to her sister. Because the two brothers married two sisters. So Reuben and Shimon, their widows are sisters, and both of those two sisters now have Zika to Levi and Yehuda. So this attachment creates a problem of Achos Zukukaso, and just like it's prohibited to marry two women, and both are alive, there's a rabbinic prohibition, an achos zikukaso. So the status of both of them, both of these widows, having zika to each brother, precludes rabbinically the potential for yibum, and they must do chalitza. Continuing in the Mishnah, Asura al 
if one of these women, these widows, had a pre-existing relationship to one of the remaining living brothers that rendered her an erva to him, one of the categories, 21 categories, of prohibited relationships that entail kares or misa, the biblically prohibited arayas. So if one of these widows had such a relationship prior to just being his brother's wife, so then that changes the dynamic. Then that remaining brother, let's say for an example, let's say Levi. It's not just that Reuben's wife is his brother's wife, but let's say that it's also his daughter or mother-in-law, something like that, of Levi. So now there's no Zika to this woman between Levi and Reuben's widow because of the previous status of Erva. So that helps for our problem. There's no achos zukukoso. There's no problem of him having a dual Zika at the same time to two sisters because there's no Zika if this woman is Nerva. So therefore, he's also to this woman, whichever one of the Rayas it is. And Motobachosa, he's allowed to be Mekayim Yibum, he's allowed to fulfill Yibum, Leverett marriage, with her sister, because there's only one Zika between this man and one of his sister-in-laws. Vasheni also Bishten. But the other brother, let's say Yehuda, has no relationship to Reuben's widow other than it's his brother's wife, now widow. So he has a dual Zika, so he is still restricted. It's also Bishten. Let's see Rashi. Rashi says, Isser Erva Kagon Chamoso, the Aim Chamoso, like his mother in law or his mother in law's mother. Umoter Bachosa, so in our case, Levi, is allowed to marry Shimon's wife, the widow. The Kukahi, because she is not subject to this problem of two sisters having Zika to the same man. The Erva Lav because the other widow, who is related, in our case, to Levi, does not fall before him, Yibume. There's no need for Yibum or Chalitza because of this pre-existing relationship between Levi and Ruvain's widow. Therefore, he's allowed to marry the other sister, Shimon's widow. Continuing in the Mishnah, Iser Mitzvah, the Iser Kedusha, instead of the relationship being one of Erva Arayas, what if the relationship is one of Iser Mitzvah or Iser Kedusha? So we saw earlier, Dachof, description Iser Kedusha is a general term for various Israel Lavin prohibitions. Like, for example, Mamzer, classic example, 
that the relationship is prohibited because of sanctity, or coin, to a grusha. So these are biblically prohibited, but nonetheless subject to Kiddushin. We do have a, a prohibition, but Kiddushin is chal. That's by Kiddusha. Iser Mitzvah is on a lower level. Iser Mitzvah is from a Mitzvah Lishmoa Dibre Chachamim, from Dibre Sofrim, Yishnios, a second degree Arayos, like his grandmother. So, all these cases where Kiddushin would be Chal, if they would get married, they would actually be Kiddushin. Then in this case, so a similar case to what we described prior, except let's say now with Levi, his relationship with Reuben's widow, instead of being one of Arias, is one of either Isser Kedusha or Isser Mitzvah. So now he's not able to do Yibum with Shimon's widow because there actually is a Zika, because Kedushin would be Chal, he could get married even though it's prohibited. Therefore, he must do Chalitza and not Yibo. Or this woman must have Chalitza and not Yibo. Aisa Achas Mehen Asura Alzeh Isa Erva, Vashnia Asura Alzeh Isa Erva. If you have a parallel situation both for Levi and Yehuda, that they each have a prohibition, pre-existing prohibition, with the widows of Reuben and Shimon, each one to one, of Arayos. So now, there's no possibility of Kiddushin. They could never get married to the one that there's Arayos with, and there's no prohibition with the other one. So Azura Lezeh, Monteros Lezeh. The one that's prohibited to one is permitted to the other, both ways. Working on the cases we're getting prior, so if Levi has some pre-existing relationship with Reuven's widow, and now let's add in that Shimon had a pre-existing, sorry, Yehuda had a pre-existing relationship with Shimon's widow, so Levi would be able to do Yibum with Shimon's widow, and Yehuda would be able to do Yibum with Reuben's widow. Because again, once there's a status of Arias between the brother and his brother's wife, the widow, if there's an ex existing status of Arias that prevents the Zika, the connection between them, then you don't have this rabbinic restriction of Achos Zekukhoso, of two sisters being connected to this, to either remaining brother, and therefore, each one could do Yibum with their brother's widow that they are not connected to through any prohibition other than Eishasach, which is the Malkom Mitzvah now of Yibum, Mother. The Zuhi Sha'amru, Mishnah continues, this is what was stated, Ahosa, Kishayivimta, her sister, when she is also her Yivama, so they both, two sisters, share the status of Yivamos. They may either do Chalitza or Yibum 
that's this case where the two remaining brothers have a, sta a status of a, a rias, a prohibition of a rias, with each one, only one of the widows, of Reuben or Shimon in our case, the two brothers who married sisters. Therefore, Yibum is possible, or of course, so is Chalitza. Let's see Rashi. Chalitza so erva, kishu yivimta, eishis achi bailo, kishu nafalos imalibo. A sister who is an erva, when she is her sister-in-law, eishis achi bailo, the wife of her husband's brother, they both fall to Yibum, these two sisters, and each one has a status of Arias with one of the remaining brothers. Chalitza or Yibum are optional. Because there is no Zika to two women, in this case, who are sisters, the Because as we stated, the one who is prohibited to each one of the remaining brothers has no connection to him. So there's only one Zika per brother to one of the widows. So those are the cases of Mishnah. The Gemara is going to go through trying to understand how various facets of the Mishnah, particularly trying to understand it in light of an earlier Mishnah, Dachof, which we'll also have to see a little bit. It's not. So after the two dots on the Chav Chesim out, we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah we just saw, Chavav Mir Aleph. Ha'yisa achas mehen asura alo echad iser erva. If one of these widows is prohibited to one of the remaining brothers because of iser erva, so there's no zika to that one. There's only one zika to the other widow. So he's allowed to do yibum with the other sister, the other widow. But the other brother, in our case, Yehuda, who has no pre-existing relationship to either widow, other than his brother's wives, since they are sisters, so he has a zika to both, there is a rabbinic prohibition of Achos Zukukaso, having two sisters that are connected to him, to like parallel to the prohibition on a biblical level of marrying two sisters. So, therefore, as a fence around that, he's not allowed to do Yibu with either. It's unclear what happened. But let us presume that the first one to lose her husband, let's say in the case we were describing, Ruvain's wife, Ruvain dies, and let's say that Ruvain's wife has an, another relationship with Levi, that it's his mother-in-law, as his mother-in-law, besides being his brother's wife, there's status of erva, and there's no zika between them. So if that's the case, now my, why do we say the case of the Mishnah plays out as it does, 
Let us say that the son-in-law, in our case, Levi, so let him do Yibum with the one that he's able to do Yibum with. That would be, in this case, Shimon's widow. He has no relationship with her other than his brother's widow. So why don't we say that if Reuben's wife died first, sorry, Reuben died first, so his wife became a Nafal uh, Yibum first, but there's no connection to Levi, then Shimon's wife died. And now Levi does Yibum with Shimon's wife. And now we should consider the mother-in-law in relationship to Yehuda as a Yavama Shehotra when she first was the, the first widow in our case there was no Isser between her and Yehuda. There's a problem that Levi could not marry Reuven's wife because of the erva, his mother-in-law in this case, the Gemara is saying. But to Yehuda, there's no problem. So it was a Yavama Shehotra. And then Nasra, then she became prohibited because Shimon now died. Now when Shimon died, so the, the widows of Reuven and Shimon are sisters. Now you have the problem of Achos Vikukaso, two sisters that have Zika. At the same time is a problem, rabbinically. But then Chazra Vihutra say that once Levi marries the widow of Shimon, so now that reduces the problem of a dual Zika, rabbinically, and Yehuda should be able to marry Reuven's widow. Say it. Hutra v'nesra v'chazra v'hutra. Tachzer l'tera rishon. Let her go back to the initial status of being permitted to Yehuda. Why don't we say that? Why instead does the Mishnah say that Yehuda may not do Yibum with either? Amr Papa, Kigon enof lahach v'enoch hamosa v'resha. Amr Papa said enoch nami. It's true. In your case, that would be the case. That would be the, the sack. What's the Mishnah talking about? That the first one to to fall, the first one whose husband died, was the one that was not the mother-in-law first. So so therefore, Levi's mother-in-law was not the one. Reuben's wife was not the one to die first, but Shimon's wife was the first one to die. And now, Shimon's wife was the first one to die. Now, you have a heter to Levi. Shimon's wife dies first, then Reuben's wife dies. So Shimon's wife dies first. Now, when Reuben's wife dies, you have a, a dual problem for Yehuda. And Levi only has the heter of marrying Shimon's wife, the widow, who is not related to him. So he could be Mikhaim 
Yibum with Shemus with and Yehuda stop. You don't have this toggling back, forth, and back. Hutra Nesra Vechazra Vechutra. See Rashi. The Nafla Chamosa Beresha. So he suggested, and the Gemara accepts it, Papa is Mekayim, this idea, that if the mother in law of, in our case, Lady, Reuben's wife, was the first one to become a widow, Zu Asura Al Acheres, Nafla Triva, Zusha Osra Es Acheres, Nafla Triva, is another gear, Zusha Asura. Al Echod Nafla Kintar Komarashal the high Dinoki Hamoso Khadamanais Nokat doesn't have to be the mother in law, it's just one of the cases. The Nicha, the Menkate, Milsa Shicha, the Gemara like to choose a case that's common. The Sharais, Terchamilsa Lashkuchin. The other Arais are harder to find such a case, although. It's equally applicable. Any erva will prevent a zika. Tosa Shon says different eras. Pirish Kuncha says lav dafka nafi chamoso wooden erva cheres inami pirish harav rivon nafi chamoso mishon de chamoso have erva rishona lagav klolo rebichia. As soon as zem uteres uze kamar leel daftes yudam etagim chamoso veel. For a technical reason, that there's a going back to the first Mishnah, we're going to see this on Mabez. Rebbechia says that our discussion here fits together with the very first Mishnah of Masechta, and the degree to which it fits is under debate, as we'll see. And one of the opinions is that. What Rebbechi was saying begins from Chamosa, from this series of Arayas that begins after all the variations of daughter Arayas. So that's the beginning of the discussion that is meant to, to fit. So that's why Chamosa is chosen, mother-in-law is chosen. Different idea than Rashi. Amai, why do we say Sheni Osebishtein, that the second brother who's remaining, in our case Yehuda, is not allowed to do Yibul with either Almana. Let us say that the son-in-law of the first one, the Abim Lishnia, should do Yibul with the second ones. So in our case, let Levi do Yibul with Shimon's widow. She's not his mother-in-law. And there is no dual connection between sisters to him. And the mother-in-law, in relationship to the other remaining brother, to Yehuda in our case, Concerning the other brother, a Yivoma that became permitted at the time that she fell. They go into Noflahach, the Enachamos of Rasha. The Mishnah is talking about a case 
where the first one to become widowed was not Reuven's wife, the mother-in-law of Levi, but rather the other one, Shimon's wife, she was the first one to become a widow. And if he does evil to her right away, obviously the second one that becomes prohibited at the time that she fell, if at the time she fell, she was prohibited because she was the sister of his wife, so she will not be able to have a heter going forward. It has to be, in, in order to say that it toggles back and forth to get a heter at the, at the end, you have to have started with an afila beheter. But if, when she fell, she already was aser, so then there's no, no potential to be mater later. And just to clarify, in order for there to be a case where it's a mother-in-law, in our case, that Levi's mother-in-law is the widow of Ruvain, his brother, she has to have had a child not from Ruvain. So if she would have a child from Ruvain, then you're going to have a problem. There's no Yibum to begin with because Reuven has children. So that's that's a, a Pasha way of being the kind of case. Or in theory, if they had a child, another example would be if they had a child and then Levi married the child and then that child died. That would be another potential example. So now there is still the prohibition of mother-in-law between Levi and Reuven's widow. And Reuven has no children if that daughter died, but the prohibition of mother-in-law remains. We have different ways of being Mekayimah, but certainly Yibum is only relevant when the brother that dies has no children. His wife can have children, his widow, but he cannot have any children if there's going to be Yibum or Chalitza. Right, so in this case, the case that we're differentiating from the one of our Mishnah, we have the case where the non-mother-in-law is not the first, but the second to fall. So the first one to fall, let's say, was Shimon's wife, became the first Almana, first widow. And then afterwards, Reuben's wife. So now you have the, a situation where there's a prohibition between the two, exclusively to Yehuda, not to Levi, because there is no Zika at all between Levi and his mother-in-law, the widow of Reuven. But Yehuda has no prior relationship, there's no arias between Yehuda and either the widow of Reuven or Shimon, his brothers. So that prohibition is not going to fall off now that Levi marries the widow of Shimon. That is who is going to stay.
in this case, where the first widow is not related to either of them, so the second widow is the one who has a pre-existing relationship, the mother-in-law of the third brother of Levi. So when she falls, she's the one who is unrelated to Yehuda. And at the time that she falls, there's a dual Zika. Therefore, as soon as she falls, she is prohibited to Yehuda. When Levi does Yibum with the widow who he's not related to, that's fine because there's only one Zika, one connection between him and one sister, not to her sister, the other widow. But that is not going to generate a heter for Yehuda because the time that the Almana, the widow of Ruvain fell, she was immediately prohibited to Yehuda because there was a zika between two sisters and him. So since it started the Isser, you're not going to have a heter later. Even though Levi does do Yibum with the widow of Shimon, it's not going to generate a heter because the initial relationship between Yehuda and the widow of Ruvain was Shel Isser, was Achos Zukukasa. That's the case of the Mishnah. Continuing in our exposition of the Mishnah, Beloza Omer, Bishamai Omrim. So we have, just to review again, Beloza Omer, Bishamai Omrim, Yikayim, or Yikayimu. Bishamai says, if they didn't do what they were supposed to do, in Kodmo, the consul, Yotziu is what the Mishnah, the Stam Mishnah says. Rabbi Lezer says, Rabbi Lezer says, it's machlokus between Beishamah and Beishelah. Beishamah says they could be Mekai. Beishelah says, what we saw in the Stam Mishnah, Yotziu. Meaning, this rabbinic prohibition of not doing Yibum, not fulfilling leveret marriage with Achos Zipukaso, between any sister where there's a Zika connection between two sisters that are both widowed. How strongly did the restriction go? Does it mean not lechachila? Don't do it ab initio? Or even if it was done, did the rabbinic decree require that they get a divorce? Tanya, we have a bright star. The laws are omer. Bishame omer mikhaimo. Bishame says it's only lechachila, not beheaded. If they were Makayim Yibum, so then there's no need to give a get. Besil Omrim Yotziu. Besil says no. They said the Isra Achos Zukukaso even with the Yadid. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Yikaimu. Rabbi Shimon seems to support what Besil said, which we're going to get into shortly. Abishol Omer, Kal Hayolahem Lebeisila, the Dovazet. This is a leniency for Beisila. Shabbat Beishamai Omer Miotziu. 
Now, Shul says, it was a machlokis, Beisham and Beisau, but it's reversed, which is more in line with what we'd expect. Normally, Beisham is the one who's machmer, and Beisau is the one who's makel, is lenient. So we would expect, without knowing further details, like what Abishol is saying, that Beisham is the one who would be strict in saying that prohibition extends even to the Be'evet, that he has to give her a get. The Sul would say, Kaimo, that only Lechachilo, but they could stay married. Machlok is who said what? Between Rabbi Lazar and Abishol. Now we're going to address what did Rabbi Shimon say? Rabbi Shimon came out. Who is Rabbi Shimon going like? If he holds like Beishamai, Hainu, Rabbi Lazar. So the words of Rabbi Shimon were Yukaimu. And Rabbi Lazar says, Beishamai holds Yukaimu. So why does Rabbi Shimon deserve any special mention here? We already said what Rabbi Lazar said. And if you say Yukaimu, and that is reflecting the opinion of Beishamai, so that's what Abishol said. So what is Rabbi Shimon doing here exactly? This is what he's coming to say. He's giving another perspective. So, Rabbi Shimon is saying there was no debate between Beisham and Beisel. We have various opinions over here. Does Beisham say that it's a, it's they could be lenient? That's Rabbi Lazar, and he says Beisel argues and said they have to get a get. Abishol says just the opposite. Yes, there's machlokes Beisham and Beisel, but. In the more typical fashion, Beishamai is more stringent and Beishelel is more lenient. And Rabbi Shimon says, no, you guys both got it wrong. There's no machlokis Beishamai Beishelel. And everybody says, Ikaimu, that it is permitted, permitted, for them to stay married. That's the machlokis about machlokis, if there's a machlokis. Let's see Rashi. Kal hoyle la Beishelel, kilomar Beishelel, lekulo amri. There's a leniency coming from Beisilo that B'dyevet, if the violation of Ahosukukaso was undertaken, that they don't need to get divorced. Rabbi Shimon Kaman, who is Rabbi Shimon going like? Ali B'daman, who is he presenting? E also Lamemar Beishamai Omri Mikhaimo. If him saying that they could stay married is going according to Beishamai, so then that's, that's Rabbi Yezer. If he's trying to present the opinion of Esau, Komasi, that he's testifying about, I know Abishol, that is already told to us by Abishol. But like a at the time of the Nafshe And don't say he's saying his own reason. Rabbi Shimon is a great person, but he's not a Bar Plutsa of Beishamai and Beishelo. So he's not presenting his own Shita. So as the Gemara says, He's claiming that there was no machlokis between Beisham and Beisilo. But not that he's representing himself. He's not a barplokso of Beisham and Beisilo. Haisa achas mehen. Continuing in our understanding of the Mishnah. Let's review again the Mishnah. Haisa achas mehen. Asur al echad iser erva. Asubah motobachosa. If one of them had a uh, pre existing restriction, of erva. 
though he's not allowed to marry her and is allowed to marry her sister, the other widow. The other brother is prohibited to both of them. Ha Tanino Chadazimno. Rimar says this is already taught. This is taught. Take a look. The mission on Chafmalat. Klal Amru Yavama. The general rule was stated concerning Yavama. Kol Sheisura Isra Erva. All whose restriction has the full Daraisa status of Erva. There is no need even for Chalitza and certainly no Yibum. Isra Mitzvah of Isra Kedusha. However, if there's a prohibition of a lower level, either mitzvah, which is shneis, the second degree prohibitions, midivrei sofrim, ve'iser kedusha, or a lower level biblical prohibition based on either lav or asay, cholat says lo mesibam. So then there is a zika, just as kedusha would be tofes, even though there's an iser, they could technically get married even though it's prohibited, so therefore there is a zika, a bond between them, and there is a need for chalitza, but they may not do yibum. Her sister, that is also her uh, co-widow in the status of being ready for yibum, like we saw in the case in our Mishnah, you have two sisters that are each one married to Reuben and Shimon, respectively. Both their husbands died, so they're falling in Yibum. There's a Zika to uh, the remaining brothers, or brother. Choletzes Omisya Bemes. So if we said, what is the case of Choletzes Omisya Bemes? They could do either, is if there is a case of Isra Erva between one of the sisters and the remaining brother. Now the Mishnah continues to explain Isra Mitzvah is Shneos Medibre Sofrim and Isra Kedusha is Alman Al Kain Gadol, Grusha Bechalutso Kain Hedyet, Mamzeres Nasino Lisra, Basis Shalom Nasino Mamze. Various prohibitions that stem from a biblical prohibition that is based on a status of sanctity either for a coin or Yisrael, or Yisraelis, that still has Tfisa's Kedushin. Kedushin could work. So this Mishnah already conveyed the idea, and our Gemara wants to understand, Why do we need our Mishnah? It seems to be repetitive. We already had this idea conveyed, in the Mishnah, Daf Chafam Aleph, Sricha. Gemara says it is necessary. The Yashmin and Hasam. If we would have only had the Mishnah, Daf Chaf, Mishum Deleko LeMigzam Mishum Shame. We would have said that over there, Choletzis Omis Yabemes, that there is a possibility of Yibum, because there's no need to make a decree because of the second brother, our Mishnah has two surviving brothers, Levi and Yehuda. 
Over there, on the Chaf, it was a more simple case where we do not necessarily have a second remaining brother. There could just be one remaining brother. So there's no need to make a Xero out of a concern that the second remaining brother might also do Yibum. So we might have thought that it's only true over there, not over here. Here there is room for concern. Maybe they made a decree because of the second brother, Yehuda. So we would have thought, no, therefore we would have thought perhaps in our case, because we're worried about Yehuda also doing Yibum, that perhaps we would tell Levi not to do Yibum out of such a concern. And therefore, the Mishnah is necessary to tell you there is no such Xerah. Let's see Rashi. Penil Chadu Zimno. It's taught once. Per Ketzad. As we saw. Dachof. Achosa Shel Erva. The sister of the prohibited relationship. Kishehi Yivimto. So the, the two widows. One sister has an existing relationship with the surviving brother. And one sister does not. Acholetz is Omes Yabemetz. So the sister, who has no pre-existing relationship, is subject to either Yibam or Chalitza. And this is what is described as that there's an Isser to her, to the one who is an Erva, and he's allowed to do Yibam with her sister, the other widow. Awesome over there. There's only one brother remaining. And there's no room to make a decree. Avo, Hacha, but over here, the Ikalamigzar, there is room for a decree. Dilma Asa Shani Liyahume Ke'achiv. Maybe the second remaining surviving brother, Yehuda, will want to also do Yibum, like his brother Levi did. And unlike Levi, who's allowed to marry, in our case, the widow of Shimon, his mother-in-law was the widow of Ruvain, so therefore there's only one Zika, he's allowed to marry the widow of Shimon. Yehuda's going to say, I also want to do evil. So therefore, we would have thought that there would be a decree preventing Levi, because if Levi does evil, and now Yehuda also wants to do evil, now, Yehuda has a problem that he has no pre-existing relationship with either of these widows. And there's Because before him, both sisters are eligible for Yibum. I would have said, even this one, in our case, Levi, who has no Zika, no connection to, in our case, the mother-in-law, the widow of Ruvain. So there's only one Zika, there's no problem. But still, we would have thought to make a decree, Kamash Malam, that there is no decree. Levi made you Yibum, and we're not worried about Yehuda wanting to follow suit when he's not allowed to. So that's why you need both Mishnayos. V'yashmin and Hacha. And if I would have only brought you our Mishnah, Beginning of the parent, Tavchavav, Mishom Deika Sheni, Kamucha. I would have said that there's only, in this case, where there are two surviving brothers, 
there's a hechra. Rashi says the kamuchach, the mitzulom yabim high kaachiv ika hekera. In this case, when assuming things follow according to plan, there's a clear indication that is upholding the prohibition of achos zikukasa, because Yehuda cannot do yibum. And the reason why Levi was able to do yibum altogether is because there's only a zika to one. He's only allowed to do Yibum with Shimon's widow. There's no pre-existing relationship. And because in this case, when it falls according to plan, we have a clear restriction preventing Yehuda from marrying the widow of Ruvain or the widow of Shimon for that matter, but in this case, when the, the widow of Shimon was married to Levi, Yehuda must not do Yibum with the widow of Ruvain. You see that Achos Zikukaso is in effect and restricting Levi from doing Yibum. So we're not going to make a mistake and permit Achos Zikukaso Ba'alma. So we, we would have thought that over here, where it's Muchach, where you have an, in a case where Achosu Kukaso is being, in effect, preventing a Yibum, that's where you say that Levi could actually do Yibum with the one widow who he has a Zika with, in our case, the widow of Shimon. Avol Hasam, but over there, and Achof, Delekasheni, there is no second surviving brother. So you have no hechrach in the case itself that we're avoiding achos zikukaso. There, maybe we would be concerned that this could lead people to make a mistake about achos zikukaso being permitted. Therefore, you need both mishnais. It's necessary. You need the mishnah over there also to tell you that even though the case itself doesn't actually reflect an, an ex- an exclusion of a Kukaso, because there is no Yehuda. Nonetheless, we permit the one remaining brother, Levi, in that case, to do Yibum with the widow of Shimon, because there's no Zika between him and the widow of Reuven, who's his mother-in-law. So both Mishnayas are necessary. You would have a Havamina, you would have thought, if you only had either one of the Shnais, that the other one might be excluded. Therefore, both are necessary. Working on the next part of the Mishnah, bottom line of the Gemara, Chesman Aleph, is there mitzvah hulu? So just to review again, back to Chavav Manalef. Is there mitzvah of Isra Kedusha, Choletzes, Lomis Yabemes? As we saw, the Mishnah Daf Chav Manalef says the same idea. Top of Chafchesman Beis. Is a mitzvah of Isra Kedusha Cholet says Lo Misya Bemes. So why is it necessary? Hasam Is a mitzvah Lichuda. Hacha Is a mitzvah Vachosa. Over there, Lafchaf. If it's a mitzvah by itself, see Rashi. Is a mitzvah. 
lichuda lo ashminon elo yevoma shenafel fanav sheyasrolav isher mitzvah chaletes. They're only taught about a yevoma, the widow of his brother, fell before him. That she is prohibited to him because of isher mitzvah, that she has chalitza exclusively, not yibum. Hacha isher mitzvah. Here you have, Rashi is a slightly different gear. Like Gemara, Vahacha Ashmainan Iser Mitzvah Vachosa Shenafalo Mishne Achin. Here you have an additional an additional component in the Iser Mitzvah, as well as Iser Avachosa Shenafalo Mishne Achin that fell to him from two brothers. The Achosa Lo Miabmo. That you shouldn't come to say that we should consider the prohibition of Isser Mitzvah like Erva. Isser Mitzvah is said with Shniyas. And as much as there is an Isser Mitzvah, maybe you would have thought to treat it as Erva. We would have thought to say that just like by the, the classic case of a full-fledged status of erva between, in our case, Levi and Aishas Ruvain, the Almana of Ruvain, if she was his mother-in-law, that there is no Zika. So the whole institution of Achosu Kukasa is rabbinic in origin. It's a rabbinic prohibition. Maybe they would not prevent the mitzvah of Yibam from happening in a case where there is an Iser mitzvah of Shniyos. View the Shniyos as a second degree of Arayos and prevent the problem of Achos Kukoso, which is anyway only rabbinic. To say the rabbinic Arayos will prevent the problem of Achos Kukoso, which is a rabbinic problem of two sisters falling before him, which is like two sisters being married to him, rabbinically. So therefore, we need our Mishnah to tell you that we don't say that. We would have thought to say, had we not had our Mishnah, that we would view the Isser Mitzvah as Erva, and therefore say there's Yibum. Therefore our Mishnah comes to tell you not to say that. And why don't we in fact say that they should do Yibum? Since biblically there is a full zika, the fact that there's a mitzvah of shniyas does not prevent zika, there is in fact a full fledged status of a chosukukaso. I would have had to say, that because there is an interest to fulfill a mitzvah of Yibum, that the Rabbana would have relaxed the Isser of Achos Kukaso in order to allow for the mitzvah of Yibum in this case. Our Mishnah tells you, no, they did not. And there is still the Isser of Achos Kukaso even in a Mokum of Isser Mitzvah of Shniyas. Rashi, Mishum Mitzvah of Rabbana, Shitizkai Mitzvah Yibum, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Yibum, the low 
Emilu Isr Zika, Shumid Vreyam, Lazar Es Achosa, Hecha, Dehi Alav Isr Mitzvah. I would have thought they would not be focused on the Isr of Achosa Kukaso when you have the Zika to one being restricted, Midrabanan, because of Isr Mitzvah. Therefore, maybe allow the mitzvah of Yibu Minatera. Therefore, no. Mishnah's coming to tell you that's not what they did. They were Mamin Devram, a field of Malcolm Isra Mitzvah. They did not treat it like an ervo. They they are Mamid Kukaso, even in such a case, and prevented Yibu. That's why we need our Mishnah. Aisa Achas Mehen, Asura Zat Isra Ervo, Shniya Asura Zat Isra Ervo. So in a case where there is a comparable biblical prohibition between Levi and the wife, the widow of Ruve, and Yehuda and the widow of Shimon, so there's two parallels. So then, there's a single zika to each brother. And each one is permitted to be mekayim to do yibum. Of course, they call to chalitza. O chalitzas o mishebet. The Gemara asks, Ha sulamali. Why do we need this Mishnah to be speaking at this case? Hainuach. To be the same thing as the, as the first part. Mali lechad, mali lechay. What does it matter that in the first case we had a heter for Levi to marry the widow of Shimon because of the pre-existing relationship between him and the widow of Ruvain. Once I know that, shouldn't I know this case? Where the same thing is true also for Yehuda? Just say the same thing twice. Tzricha. No, it is necessary. If I would only have the case where there is a Shani, like we said uh, earlier, there's Muchach, that you have a, a clear restriction that Achos Isha, Achos Kukaso, is actually in effect. As she says, Hocha, Hocha in this case, the final case of the Mishnah, where you have Levi and Yehuda both doing Ibum, so you don't see explicitly Achos Sekuka being restricted. And therefore, maybe if you'd see this case, you would think, I would think that if I see this case, where there are two sisters that are both widowed, and they both get married to their remaining brother-in-law, we would think, without looking too carefully, that there's no prohibition of achos zikukasom, of doing ibum to either one of two sisters that fall to a brother, a brother from one of his widows, two widows, we, we would think that that's not restricted because of this case. Because over here, each widow gets married. 
So therefore, I would think not to do Yibum in this case, unlike the first case where Yehuda is barred from Yibum. Kamash Malan, we don't say that. And if I would only say the, the final case, I would say to the contrary, each one proves on the other. Rashi says, Each one can only marry this one. In our case, again, where Levi cannot marry his mother-in-law, the widow of Reuven, he must marry the widow of Shimon. Similarly, Yehuda cannot marry the widow of Shimon. He can only marry the widow of Reuven. In this case, there actually is no Achosukukaso. So therefore, in this case, I would think that there's no reason to bar Yibum because there is no Achosukukaso. But in the first case, there is a case of Achosukukaso. I would think that you should bar Levi from marrying the widow of Reuven because there's a case of Achosukukaso here. You permit it one time, maybe you'll uh, permit in other cases where it's not applicable. Therefore, it's necessary to tell you both cases. When there's one remaining brother who has a Zika to one, not the other, and when there are two remaining brothers, surviving brothers, where each one has a Zika to the other sister, who's a, who both are widows to the first two brothers. Zuhi Sha'amro, that the Mishnah concludes. Zuhi Sha'amro, Achoso Kashiyavimta, Ocholetes Omis Yabemes. This is the case where her sister, who is also a widow, they are both subject to Chalitza or Yibum, both may do Yibum. Zuhi Lumutemai. When we say in the Mishnah, Zuhi Sha'amro, this is the case that was described, this is what was talked about. What is it coming to exclude? Limute iser mitzvah lizeh, miser mitzvah lizeh. This is only true when there's a full-fledged prohibition between one widow and one remaining brother-in-law, where there's arias and therefore there's no zika between both sisters, both widows, to both brothers-in-law. But if you would make a Degree lower of iser mitzvah lezav iser mitzvah lezav instead of arayas of erva lezav of erva so you have mitzvah lezav mitzvah lezav only shnias the second degree arayas. Then I would not say that there's a heter of yibum. Of course, they must do chalitza. Why is it further required? That's that's pashit. We already said by one case of Isser Mitzvah that we didn't say that there's a possibility of Yibum, only Chalitza. So why would I think that it's not that way when there are two cases of Isser Mitzvah, of the, the second degree, Arayas? What does it make a difference whether it's a relationship that is prohibited because of Shniyas on one brother or two brothers? Either way, there should be it, it should be the same thing. 
need for chalitza. Now the tema would have thought to say, Kilo Amrinon, Uki Isermis from When is it that we say that we should not view the Isser Mitzvah of Shniyos, the second degree, Vimokim as a full fledged erva prohibiting uh, any, precluding any connection? That's true when there's room to make a decree because of the second brother. That we don't want the second brother who doesn't have this Iser Mitzvah to be Pogea Be'achos Kukaso to do Yibum with either of these two women when he has a Zika to two sisters. But in a case where there is no second brother that we're concerned about Achosikukaso, because there's Isser Mitzvah for both, so only one sister, one widow, is permitted to each brother. Let's suggest in this case that we would say to upgrade the status of Shneos, although it's only a second degree of Erva, elevated to the status of Arayas, to prevent the rabbinic concern of Achosikukoso for each one, and therefore allow each one to do Yibum because there's a clearly designated widow that he, each one could marry through Yibum, Kamash Malon. Therefore, it's coming to teach you know, that the prohibition applies equally, whether there's Isser Mitzvah on one or Isser Mitzvah on both. Omar, Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Ra. Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Ra. Chain Tani Rabbi And so it was taught by Rabbi Chia. Bekulon Anikare Behen Asur Lezem Uteres Lezet. And all of them, I call, the one that is prohibited to this one, is permitted to that one. Rashi. In all 15 categories of prohibited relationships, biblically, the Beperik Kama, the first chapter, the first Mishnah, they could be two sisters, that fall, that have a zika to two brothers. And one of the sisters, one of the widows, is prohibited to one of the brothers, the remaining surviving brothers, for any one of these 15 arayas. And permitted to the other brother. And the second sister is prohibited to the other brother for the exact same shame erva, the same prohibition, and permitted to the other brother. And because of this, one can conceive of a case where you have two sisters that both do yibum, and they are not Subject to the rabbinic restriction of Achosakuka. The Kulon Pirashti Perk Aleph, that Testament base. Rashi tells us all cases that this can come about were explained earlier in the first chapter in 9b. So the Kalal of Asur Lazem and Teres 
is discussing any of the 15 cases of Arayas mention the first Mishnah. That's the face value of what Rabbi Chia is telling us. There's a debate about exactly what Rabbi Chia meant. Yehuda Matagim, Mechamos Ve'elech. Yehuda said that what Rabbi Chia meant was not the entire list of 15 cases, but only after the first series of cases. Let's just see the Mishnah, the beginning of the first parak. Hamish Yisrei Noshim, Turus, Apotros, Tzarasein, Vestaras Tzarasein, 15 women exempt their co-wives and the co-wives of their co-wives, Min HaChalitza Min HaYibum, both from Chalitza as well as Yibum, Ad Sofolam, this goes on indefinitely. Ve'eluhein, these are the 15. Bito, Bas Bito, Bas Bino, his daughter, his daughter's daughter, the daughter of his son, Bas Ishto, the daughter of his wife, Bas Bino, Bas Bito, the daughter of her son, and the daughter of her daughter. After that, we get into Chamoso. The, the first six cases, Bito, Bas Bito, Bas Bino, Bas Ishto, Bas Bino, and Bas Bito, those are all, broadly speaking, within the category of the Isser Erva of Bas, of daughter. And we're, according to Rabbi Yehuda, qualifying the teaching of Rabbi Chia, that this cloud of Asur Zem that you can conceive of a case where the two sisters have a prohibiting relationship with one surviving brother, but not the other, applying to all of these cases, does not begin with any of the series of daughter cases or their variations, but rather Mechamos of Eilach, from mother-in-law until the rest, until, until the concluding cases, but not the daughter cases. Avashisa, Babadresha, the first six cases, lo. First six cases are not included. My time, oh, why not? Kivon debito, beonsen hu, benishkachas lo, benesuen lo benishkachas lo, since the case of daughter can only be found in a case where the daughter is born out of wedlock, not in a case of marriage. So, therefore, all the cases of daughter, although the subsequent five also could be found in a nisuim, are not included in this teaching of Rabbi Chia, of Asur Lezem And we're only talking about the cases of nisuim. Nisuim Kamari, Be'onsin Lo Kamari. Let's see Rashi, Be'onsin. Be'bito Manusaso. What's the case? How do you have such a case with Bita, with a daughter? Bita no nsaso kigon ruvein anas isha vaholi bas boshimon vaholi anusas achiv vaholi bas. So, not in marriage, because if it would be in marriage, as Rashi is going to explain, you cannot have this scenario. It has to be not in marriage, and that's why Rabita is saying that these first six cases that are all cases of Bita, Rabbi is not making his clown. We're only talking about Nisuim, but it is conceivable to have a case even by Bito that if Reuben has a daughter from one woman and that same woman has a daughter from his brother Shimon, and then Nisu Bas Reuben Ubas Shimon Levi Yehuda, these two daughters marry their uncles Levi and Yehuda, Achavian, they are half sisters, they share the same mother, 
Baal Shimon tells Reuben, or Baal Shimon tells Shimon, the daughter of Shimon is permitted to Reuben, and the daughter of Reuben is permitted to Shimon. Venimsu, Rashi doesn't tell you this, but you have to understand, in the middle he killed off Levi and Yehuda. Venimsu shtei achayos misyabmos, and it comes out that these two sisters can do yibum. V'chein bas bito, v'chein kula. This is not only true for bito, but bas bito and all of the variations of daughter. Even though really the other five other than daughter can be construed with Nisuin in a context of marriage. You cannot have by the case of daughter two daughters of two brothers that are sisters in a case of marriage. Why? It's not possible to have Yibum that he marries his Yivama while she has a daughter. If there is a daughter, so Yivum doesn't start. So you can't have such a possibility. So it's according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Chia is not making his, his claim by the first six because of the first and the broader category of variations on daughter. So those are not, at least daughter itself is not possible in a context of Nisuin of marriage. So those that are like daughter are also excluded. Abai disagrees. He says that Rebbe was talking even about Bito, even the cases of daughter. Manusaso, as Rashi explained, the only way to have Bito is without the context of marriage. Kegon because it's possible. There is a possibility of creating such a case where you have two sisters, that each sister has a prohibition of erva to one of the remaining brothers, and is permitted to the other remaining brother, even by Bas. Whether it's by Nisuin or Onsin doesn't make a difference. So in contrast with Rav Yehuda, Abaye says a different restriction in Rabbi Chia's claim. This does not include, according to Abaye, the case of of the wife, the 14th in the list, the wife of one's brother that was not living at the same time as him. There is no Yibum in such a case. There is no Zika in such a case. Since such a case of having is only plausible, it's only conceivable, according to Rabbi Shimon, as we're going to explain, and it's not possible according to the Rabbanon. So Abayi says that that which was being taught by Rebbe Chia was trying to avoid cases of Machlokes, 
is not differentiated between Nisun and Onsen, but he is trying to only talk about things that are broadly accepted, not something that's subject of debate. What is it that Rabbi Shimon holds? The Lukuti Rashi brings it in. The Shari, Alibi Rabbi Shimon who the Mishkachla, the Shari, Yib Musaf Nolat. If if a widow of one brother marries the surviving brother, and then another brother is born. So that other brother, according to Rabbi Shimon, is now considered to be eligible to do Yibum with this Yivama. So let's say Reuven Shimon Levi. Reuven dies um, before Levi is born. So his wife goes to Yibum to Shimon. After she is married to Shimon, Levi is born. And then Shimon dies. So now we view the wife, the widow of Shimon, as eligible in Yibum, according to Rabbi Shimon, for Levi. And we don't say that since she's also the widow of Reuven, who died before Levi was born, we don't say, according to Rabbi Shimon, that she's restricted. Once she became the wife of Shimon, when uh, in, in the lifetime of Levi, so the pre-existing status of the wife of Reuven is removed and not does not create an inhibition, an inability for Yibum between this woman and Levi. So that's only according to Rishim. And the Rabbanon disagree. The Rabbanon say the Isra stays. Since she was the wife of Reuven, that was not Be'olamo, did not live at the same time as Levi, then the fact that she was married to Shimon is not going to prevent that status of Eishas Ahav Shalohoi Ba'olamo from being Chal. So according to Abaye, that case is restricted because Rebichi was talking about things that are not subject to debate. Rav Safra Matagim said, you know what? That which Rebichi was talking about, that you can have, conceive of such a case of the two sisters that have the possibility of being permitted to one brother in Yibum and restricted to the other, both ways. Same Isser. So Rav Safra says that it's it's even including, Rav statement is even including even in this case, meaning not only was Rav talking about not Nisuin uh, and Onsin, but also talking about the Machlokas, including the case of Rabbi Shimon. How would you have such a case? With six brothers. And according to Rabbi Shimon. And how can you construe the case? That's a simon. There was a death, a birth, and evil. A death, a birth, and evil. Let's see how this case works out. Ruben Shimon Nesuan Shteachayos. Ruben and Shimon married two sisters. So let's say Ruben marries Rachel. Shimon marries Leah. Levi and Yehuda Nesuan Shtei Nochayos. And Levi and Yehuda are married to two non-related 
women, let's say Sarah and Rivka, Mace Ruvain, if Ruvain died, and then Nolad Yisachar, after he died, Yisachar is born. So now Yisachar is not in the lifetime of Ruvain. So Ruvain's wife, Rachel, the sister of Shimon's wife, Leah, is not subject to any Zikah with Yisachar. They cannot get married. The Yibim Levi. And then after Yisachar was born, Levi did Yibim with the wife of Ruvain. Now, Levi is married to Sarah, one of the Nachrios, non-related to anybody, and Rachel, the widow of Ruvain, whose sister is Ashes Shimon, Leah. Then, Mes Shimon, Shimon dies. Noah Zvulun, and Zvulun is born. The Yibim Yehuda, and Yehuda does Yibum. So now you have Levi married to Sarah, one of the Nachrias, and married to Rachel through Yibum, the widow of Ruvain. And Yehuda married Rivka, the other Nachrias, not related to anybody. He did Yibum with the widow of Shimon, Leah. And now you have two single brothers, Yisachar and Zavul. And now Levi dies. And Yehuda, Mesu, Levi, Yehuda, Bilobanim. Vinafsululahu, Kame, Yisachar, Uzvulam. And their wives fall before Yisachar and Zavulam. Asur lezeh, muteres lezeh, asur lezeh, muteres lezeh. Here you have exactly what we're trying to procure, according to Rabbi Chia, even the 14th of the 15 cases in the first Mishnah of Arayas. The case of Asur Lezet, Muteres Lezet, that each one of these, you have two cases of reciprocal cases where one is permitted, one is prohibited. Vachos Hashivimta, Lomali, Yabim Yehuda. Why do we need to have this case of Yehuda? Veloyim Yehuda, Namimshkachasla. We don't need Yehuda in this mix. It's tragic enough as it is. Why do we have to have Yehuda over here? And then kill him off. What's that? What's that necessary for? Let's see, Rashi. Below Yadim Yehuda Nami. Shari Le Sachar. You have a hetter to Yisachar. You only need five brothers, not six brothers, to bring up this case that we're trying to of Rebichia. Ruvain died, and then Yisachar was born, and then Levi did Yibum. Mace Shimon, Shimon died, Nolad Ruvain, then Ruvain was born, Mace Levi, and then Levi died. Below Banim, of course, that children. And then the wives of both Levi and Shimon fall in Yibum. With the Zika before Yisachar and Zvulun. Aisha's Levi, Asur Yisachar. The wife of Levi is prohibited to Yisachar, Ibn Ruvain, by Law Rishon, because of Ruvain, her first husband. Muteras Zvulun, but she is nonetheless permitted to Zvulun. The Aisha Shimon, Muteras Yisachar, and she's Muteras Zvulun, because there was 
Yibum before Zvon was born, according to Bishimon, that eradicates the prohibition of Eishas Achav Shilohoi Olamo. Eishas Shimon Materas Lisachar, and the wife of Shimon is permitted to Yisachar, Shareba Olamo because they were contemporaneous. They were alive at the same time. Vasur Lerubin. And she's prohibited to Vasur Lezvulun, prohibited to Zvulun. So why do we need Yehuda to be in the mix? Why do we need six brothers? In order to achieve the case of why do we need to have Yehuda? We can achieve it without Yehuda as well. The more answers, we need it for another case of the Mishnah, Shem Tzara. The first Mishnah has a case of Tzara. Ateinach Tzara. Tzara the Tzara, Ma'ik Lameimar. Once you're trying to go big and bold, say Rebbechi was talking about Kulan Anikare Behen Asur Zemetar Asur that it's every case of the Mishnah, all 15 cases. So what do you do about Tzara did Tzara, the co-wife of the co-wife? The Gemara answer is, Michael Nehemiah Kigon, Dehadar of Yabinu, Name God Asher. But there is another step of Yibum with God Asher that generates a case of not only Tsara but Tsara de Tsara. So you have all 15 cases of the mission accounted for that Rebbechi is saying you can construe cases where you have a Sulazeh and Mutar Let's just try and unpack this a little bit. So, again, go through the case. We have Reuven and Shimon, married to two sisters, Rachavaleah. And then Lady Yehuda, married to Sarah and Rivka, which we said are Nachrios. Rashi speaks out that they're, in order to achieve the case where we introduced Yehuda, that Achos Shivimta, so we said that they are Nachrios, not to each other, Sarah and Rivka are also sisters, but they are Nachrios, not related to Rachel and Leah. So now, going through the case. First, Reuben dies. And then Yisachar is born. Now when Yisachar is born, so the widow of Reuben, Rachel, sister of Leah, who is married to Shimon, is Eishas Achav Shaloi Ba'olamo. So Yisachar is restricted from any relationship with the widow of his deceased brother who died before he was born, Rachel, the wife of Reuven. So now you have Shimon married to Leah, Levi was married to Sarah, now does Yibum to Reuven's wife, widow Rachel, and Yehuda was married to Rivka. And then we have Yisachar being born. Well, Yisachar was born before, uh, meaning was born after Reuven's death, and now after the death of Reuven, then Levi does Yibum to Rachel. And now Shimon dies. So now Shimon is dead. And then Zvulun is born. So now Zvulun is in a similar situation that we said before with Yisachar and Reuven. Zvulun has that situation with Shimon. The Zvulun is born not in the lifetime of Shimon. According to Rebbe Shimon, 
he is not restricted to the widow of Ruvain because when he was born, she was already married to Levi. Levi is married to Sarah and the Yavama, Rachel, the widow of Ruvain. So that's not a problem. But Zvulun is not allowed to marry Leah, the widow of Shimon, because Shimon died before Zvulun was born. So now you have, in this case, Levi, who was married to Sarah, his first wife, and Rachel, the Yavama, the widow of Ruvain, and Yehuda, married to Rivka, his first wife, and Leah, the Yavama of Shimon, the widow of Shimon. And then you have Yisachar and Zvulun. So Yisachar and Zvulun, we have the case where Yisachar is restricted to Rachel, where Zvulun is allowed to marry Rachel because she was Aisha's lady. So you, you have a fulfillment of what Rebbechi was trying to say. You have the, the same woman having the opposite relationship with each brother, so that, that remain, and Zvulun. And the, the same thing is in reverse with Leah. So Leah is Amon of Shimon, and she's Moter to Yisachar because she was she did Yibum with Yehuda, and also to Zvulun because Eishes Achiv Shalahay Balama. So now the the case that the Gemara tries to bring, uh, one understand why we had to have Yehuda in the mix, and why was it necessary to have Yehuda? Lachar is not necessary, but we do need it to go all the way to get to the final stage to include Tsaras Erva and Tsaras Tsaras Erva, which we have both are mentioned in the first Mishnah. So to be makayim, to fulfill that which Rabbi Chia said, that you'll have the transposed relationships of Asur Lezem the one who's prohibited to this is permitted to this one and the other way around. So we need to have more, more cases over here. So what do we have over here? Let's, let's see Rashi. Lo yibim Yehuda nami, shari Yisachar. You'd still have a heter to Yisachar even without Yehuda being involved. Chamisha achin shkachas like it happened with only five brothers, not six. Meis Ruben no Yisachar. If Ruben died and Yisachar was born, yibim Levi, and then there is yibum. Meis Shimon, menolzvulun. Shimon died, and then Zvon was born. Mace Levi, and then Levi died without children. And then you have the wives of Levi and Shimon falling in Yibum with the Zika connected to Yisachar and Zvon. The wife of Levi is prohibited to Yisachar because of her first husband, Ruvain, who was not in the same lifetime. 
mutters to zvulun, and she and and she is permitted to zvulun. The eish is shimon mutters to yisachar, and the wife of shimon is permitted to yisachar. Sharei ba olam because they were alive at the same time. Vasur zvulun, and the prohibition is to zvulun. She is prohibited to zvulun. So why do we need Yehuda mishum tsara? Rashi explains. Hi denokat yibum yibem Yehuda mishum tsara. Another one of the cases of the 15 in the first Mishnah is Tzara, a co-wife, that we want to say there's a, a similar structure of Asur Lezem and that one of the co-wives is permitted to one and prohibited to the other. If Yisachar and Zvulun came to do Yibum to the wives of Levi and Yehuda, their original wives, in our case, we said those were Sarah and Rivka. Aishas Levi Asura Li Sachar Mishum Tsara Sishto. Achib Shalayabalama. So the wife of Levi is restricted because of Tsara Sishto. Of Tsaras Aishas Achib Shalayabalama. She's the co wife of the brother that was not alive in his lifetime. Similarly, you have the same problem by the wife of Yehuda against. Zavulun, Igon, Shahayu, And the case would be that Sarah and Rivka were sisters to each other, not sisters to Rachel and not related to the wives of Rivka and Shimon, in our case, not related to Rachel and Leah, but they were sisters to each other. The wives of Levi and Yehuda were sisters, Rachel and Rivka, in our case. Dikanami, Hashtag, you have also over here, Bitsaras, Asur, the that they have the co-wives, that one is permitted to one and prohibited to the other. And you have the case where you fulfill the sister who is two, two sisters that are both eligible for Yibum to one of the remaining surviving brothers. And you needed to include Yehuda in the case. Otherwise, you would not fulfill the case of Isr Tzara according to Rebichia. If the two wives fell from Shimon, they would both be Eshes Ach and you wouldn't have the fulfillment of the two Achios being able to say So the Gemara now trying to go for the final stretch. How do you have Tzara Tzara? Also being subject to Rebichia's statement. So you have to introduce two new brothers that did Yibum. They did Yibum to Levi and Yehuda's first wives. And they have their own wives. So besides doing Yibum, they had their own wives. So God married the wife the widow of Yehuda, and Asher married the widow of Levi. And then God and Asher died. And then they fell before Yisachar and Zvulun. And if they want to do Yibum with the original wives of God and Asher, the, wife of, the original wife of God is the co-wife of the wife of Yehuda. That she is the co-wife of the wife of Shimon, that they were not alive at the same time. 
Asur Lizvun, it's Asur Lizvun, a Materis Lizvun, is permitted to Yisachar. Chayin Eishas Asher, a Yisachar, Materis Lizvun. And similarly, the other brother, the wife of Asher, is the Tsarist Tsara, and will be Mutter to, to Asher, an Yisachar, Mutter to Zvulun. All right, so in this case, let's just speak it out again, that we have God and Asher interposed in the middle. So the uh, Levi dies and Yehuda dies. So when Levi dies, he was married to originally his wife Sarah, and then he did Yibo with the wife of Ruvain, Rachel. And now God, who has his own wife, comes to do Yibo. So he'll do Yibum with Sarah, who is a co-wife with Rachel. And Asher will do Yibum with Rivka, who is a co-wife of Leah. And then they died. So now you have the, the uh, widows of God and Asher falling before Yisachar and Zvulun. And the Iker Isser to Yisachar and Zvulun for Yisachar, the Iker Isser is Rachel of Eishas Rav Shaloi Balamo because he was not in the same lifetime as Reuven. And then you have that the Sarah is, in this case, Sarah. And then the Tsar Sarah is, is the, the Isha of, uh, of the Almona of, of God. That's Tsar Sarah, all Asr to Yisachar, and Motor to Zvulun. Similarly, in, in, for Zvulun, you're going to have that his primary Isra is Leah. Not that she's in the picture right now. right? You have, she's, she is the, the source of Isra because she is the wife of his brother, Shaloy Abalamo. Leah, again, was the, originally the wife of, of Shimon. Well, when Zvulun came into the picture, so she was, she was a Suralo. So her original co-wife was Rivka. And then afterwards, you have Rivka and the wife of Asher now falling before Zvulun. So the, the Isser is, is extended not only to the Tsar, but Tsar's Tsara. So you have the Heter for Zvulun to the widow of God and, and to Sarah. And, and for Yisachar, the, the same thing, you have a hetter to, to Yisachar for the widow of Asher and the, the, uh, other, the, co, the, the co-wife, uh, Rivka. So the, the, the case of Tsar Sara, you will have a, a parallel case when you introduce another level of God and Asher before they fall to Yisachar and Zvulun, where you'll have the fulfillment of what Rabbi Chia said, also by Tsar Sara, one of the 15 cases of Arias, the co-wife of the co-wife. Let's see the Mishnah. Shlosh three brothers. Shnai Mehen, Nesun, Two of the three brothers married two sisters. O Ishobita, either a woman and her daughter. So either they're married to two sisters or a woman and her daughter, so let's say Reuben, Shem, and Levi, married to either two sisters or 
let's say Rachel and Leah, or Ishobita, Leah, and Dina, oh Isha o Basbita, or let's say Leah and the daughter of her daughter Osnas, oh Isha o Basbina, a woman, and the daughter of her son. So you have, uh, let's say, uh, the the Isha would be Leah, and the daughter of her son would be Serach. So then, there's a need to do chalitza and no yivum. Rabbi Shimon Pote. Rabbi Shimon says there's no need for anything. If one of them was prohibited to him of a true iser erva, then the, there's no problem of the... Zika between two co uh, two sisters, and there's only a Zika to one, not to two. So there's no there's no prohibition. Also to the one that there's erva and mutter to the remaining one. Iser mitzvah, iser kedusha, choletzes lo If it's not full erva, then we said it's an iser mitzvah shnias, the second degree of arayas, or of kedusha, an iser of alav rasei. Then there's a need for chalitza and not yibum. See Rashi. Lekuti Rashi. We have shlosh achin shnei men nesuim shtei achayos o ishobita u mesu v'nochlem pnei ashlishi. They died and fell before the third brother. Are the chalitzos? They need to do chalitza. Imesu anesuim esakrovos. If the two brothers who were related to to the the two women who had a relationship, and they fall before the third one, they need to do chalitza to the third brother, and not yibum to the third brother. Because these two women are both subject to zika, they have this connection to the third brother. So there's a problem that there's some relationship, either sisters or other relationships that are mutually Exclusive, he cannot be married to both these women, and there's a zika to both these women. There's, therefore, with Rabbanon, he must do chalitza, not evil. A fee, sheshtein, zikukos lo, kedushe shnei, zika havi, kiktsas kedushin, this zika is like partial marriage. Vimiyabim chado aminayu, kanose vachosikukoso, bichaya, uskukoso havi kiishto. Avo chalitza boy, even though there's a problem that he, he's not able to consummate to both of them, even though there's a zika to both of them, still, zika, chalitza is necessary. According to Tanakama, it's not enough to say that there's no need for anything. There must be chalitza. In contrast, Rabbi Shimon argues, Rabbi Shimon is potent. Rabbi says there's no need for chalitza. Kedektani, lekamon, mishmaitzin, Militra. As we're going to see in our Gemara, how Rabbi Shimon derives that there's no need even for Chalitza. Tanya, writes the Rabbi Shimon poter bishtein mina Chalitza o Rabbi Shimon says there's no need not only for no yibum, but no Chalitza either. Shneamar, how does Rabbi Shimon know this? Shneamar, as the verse says, ve'isha elachosa lo chalitza. That a woman unto her sister, he may not marry to 
to bind them together, he may not be married to a woman and her sister. That type of sorrow he's not allowed to do. Not allowed to have two sisters as co-wives. So bishash and asut soros, zulazu, once they are considered co-wives, even though it's just through zika alone, lo yehelacha lekuchin, afil bachas man, then it's impossible to have a zika that is consolidated into a full yibum to either one, because there's a zika from both to this third brother, Levi, in this case. Therefore, Rabbi Shimon says, there's no possibility of Yibum, and therefore there's no need for Chalitza. Tosus points out, very important, That's specifically in our case of our Mishnah, where it's two brothers that were married to two sisters, or other cases that are similar like that, and they fell to the third brother, Levi, but if if they fall before two Yivomin, as in the previous Mishnah, where we had them falling, these two sisters, to Levi and Yehuda, then we have Rabbi Shimon being Mode. As we said earlier in the Bryce, Rabbi Shimon, even though there's an Iser of Achos having a Zika, this connection, tentative connection between two sisters, Rabbinically is restricted. Rabbi Shimon says that he says it's not even a mahlokif between Besham and Beselel, that if they did consummate with a Yibum, so then they're married. Now he would not say that, Tosa says, if he held that it's not possible, there's no there's no even need for Khalitza. So over here when he says there's no need for Khalitza, this is different. What's the difference between the two cases? Tosus explains, this case, there's only one surviving brother. One surviving brother with two sisters. That's where there's a, a short circuit. You cannot do lekuchin. You cannot marry either one. And therefore, it doesn't need a chalitza for either one either. Whereas in the previous case, there are two brothers. And each one has a zika with both sisters, both widows. So there, Rabbi Shimon says, it's only achaz kukaso is an isidar bonum. But... It's possible to work out on a Daraisa level that each one could marry one of the widowed uh, widows who are sisters with the other widow and not have the the problem of two sisters being married to one man. So there it's possible to work out. Here it's only one brother who's surviving and Rabbi Shimon holds there's uh, an inability even theoretically for it to work out. Therefore, there's no need for even Chalitza. Why do I need the further description in the Mishnah? Why is it further necessary? Why do we need further discussion in this Mishnah? So the, the Gemara says it's necessary for Rabbi Shimon. In Achanam it's not necessary for the Tanakamo. We already know it for the Tanakamo. But for Rabbi Shimon it's necessary. I mean, I would have thought to say, two sisters, according in this case, where you have only a third surviving brother. So, when the two widows are sisters, there's no need even for Chalitza. Maybe, I would think that Rabbi Shimon requires Chalitza rabbinically 
because of the other cases where you have two sisters and there's a rabbinic problem of Kukaso, like in the previous Mishnah, where two, two brothers are surviving these two widows from two other brothers, to so say that Rabbi Shimon would require Midar Bonon Chalitza in this case as well, no. It comes to tell you Rabbi Shimon does not require anything. That's why it's necessary. Is there mitzvah? Right, so that was that was why it was necessary to say Let's see Rashi. Right, so the Mishnah says that the even though you can also derive this from the first shlab of the Mishnah, that is according to the Rabbana. We don't have this decree. By the Rabbana, the worst thing that can happen is Israel Chosukukwa. Which is only a rabbinic prohibition. Avlar Bishimin, the Amar Isra Achosakuka, Ervagamurohi, Kurna Bishimin that says that Isra Achosakuka in this case Tosa said is a full fledged erva, that the two sisters being connected to one man, the third remaining brother, is a full fledged erva. The Rahmana Patra, the Torah says she's not necessary, that neither sister requires even Khalitza. Kaimala Aleo, the Isra Ashis Ach. And there's a full-fledged status of Eshes Ach, a regular case of Eshes Ach, of one's brother's wife. Ligzor, I would say it's making Zera, Hecha, Dachosa, Sura, Mishum, Erva. That there should be Xera in a case where the sister is an Erva, Velozakukale, and no Zikatem at all. And yet, Rabbi Shimon says that if one of the sisters is an Erva to him, that he still may be Mekayim and do Yibam with, that, with, 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 the, with a sister that has no other connection. I would think that Rabbi Shimon would hold not to do Yibam to our sister. In order to prevent Yibam of a case of Achosukuka in a case where the same case with three brothers and the two of them married sisters in a case that there's no relationship, no pre-existing Erva relationship between Levi, the third brother, and either sister. So there, where you have Achosakuka on a Daraisa level, according to Rabbi Shimon, so I would think, perhaps, that he would say, don't be Mekayim, the one who's not an Erva to him, don't do Yibam with that one, because in a case when there's no Erva at all, we want to make sure that he doesn't uh, do Yibam, there's even no need for Chalitza, it's, and that's a Daraisa level. That Rabbi Shimon holds that even though there's a bigger risk of being Pogeba Achos Zikukaso, still when one is an Erva, he's not worried about it, does not make a decree, and says that he's allowed to marry the other widow who's not related to him at all. Even though there's a sister here and he's more concerned, he holds it on the right level, it's biblical, the problem if there's a Zika between two sisters and one surviving brother. Isser Mitzvah, Chulu. Mishnah continued. Iser mitzvah or iser kedusha cholitzas lo misyamos. Cholitzas they need to do chalitza in this case or yib and and not yibum when the relationship between the widows, one of the widows and this third sur- only surviving brother Levi is either iser mitzvah shnias second degree erva or iser kedusha is either lavra say like we said. 
on a derice level, but still there's thesis kedushin, then there is a need for chalitza and no yibum. Says Gemara, Tav Chotas Menalef, Vaha Amri B'Shimin Shtei Achoyos, Lo Cholsos Lo Misyabmos. What's the problem? Why do we say in such a case that they need to do chalitza? He says there are two sisters here. There's no need for chalitza. Rashi, Vaha Amai Boi Chalitza. Why is it necessary in this case to do chalitza? Ha Kivin Amid Araisa, Chazya Yivuma Zekukohi. Since Daraisa, even though there's an Iser, but Daraisa, there is a Zika, it should be like any normal case without any other complication of two sisters that are falling to one man and they are Soros in Zika to this one man. Rabbi Shimon Poter, that's where Rabbi Shimon says there's no need for any further action. There's no need, she's exempt because of Achazukukaso. So why don't you say that there's no Chalitza even in this case? My answer is there's a gzera. You're right. Really, it's not necessary. But it's a rabbinic decree because Isra Mitzvah Alma. Rashi explains. Regular Isra Mitzvah Alma of other cases when there's an Isra Mitzvah. If we would exempt them entirely in the case of Isra Mitzvah, even though they're two sisters, the widows are falling before this third surviving brother. They're really biblically exempt entirely. But we might not understand that it's on account of the fact that they're sisters, according to Rabbi Shimon, and think it's because of Isser Mitzvah. The Manchazi Savar, the one who sees it, will think, It's not because of the relationship that there's two sisters that are connected to him. It's because they would think that Shnios are like Arayos, and therefore, because of this other relationship, Let's say it's his, his father's mother, or something like that, of Shneos. That's why he thinks that there's a need, uh, that there's no need, on, if you would be keep, keeping on the Dintara, that there's no need for Chalitza in this case. And then, in a case where you don't have the two widows being sisters, you're going to come to exempt, in a regular case of Isra Mitzvah, of Shneos, the Lavachas Mechalitza. That in a case where they're not sisters, you can exempt them from chalitza, and that's not true. Since by Isra Mitzvah, there is a zika, they certainly do need chalitza. It's in this case where they happen to be sisters that, according to Rabbi there's no zika and therefore no need for chalitza. But rabbinically, he requires when there's an Isra Mitzvah, a din chalitza, so that it doesn't come to have a, a takala. That in other cases where they're not sisters, they're going to think because of the Isra Mitzvah, that's why there's no need for chalitza. Therefore, they, they do require chalitza when there's an additional problem with Isra Mitzvah. Very good, the one who has an Isra Mitzvah. Why does she need chalitza, the sister? Let her be exempt because of What is the concern? Why do you need chalitza for both? Say you need chalitza for the one who has the iser shnios, but the other sister who doesn't. So why does she need chalitza? Rashi explains mishum mazal dida the iser mitzvah high l'sa yitur lashon, meaning it's it's a it's a requirement for both. 
Loha Gabi Erva Logasrina. I by Erva we are not goes there. Shani Erva the Migmagmiri Lo Inshi. We call Isli. That Erva is different. Meaning Elchanami. The the requirement of Rabbi Shimon we're saying if he goes so far. So why doesn't he require every time when there's an Erva Daraisa? Just like he's saying uh, by the sisters, <clears throat> even a sister who's not an Isr Shnia also requires Midrabonam a Chalitza. Why doesn't he say every time by any Arayas? On a Daraisa, not a Shnia. Say that there's a requirement for Chalitza Midrabonam. So that he says no. There people know about it. People know who the Ikra Arayas are. That's not a problem. Call Isli, that, that's, that's known. But over here, it's not as well known. So they required, Rabbi Shimon says, Midrabanan required Chalitza in a case where you have the, the Tzara, the, 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 uh, co, the, the, the Almona of one sister who is not uh, a Shnia to this brother lady, the surviving brother. So even though the, the, the one we understand needs Chalitza because she's a Shnia, we don't want to have fallout from that. The other one who's just a, a Tzara, who's, who's a, is a Achos de Kukaso, she has a biblical connection to him, uh, which will short circuit because they're two sisters. So biblically, there's no need for anything on her. Rabbinically, they're required for her, even though there's a status of Arias. Nonetheless, Rabbi Shimon doesn't say by all Arias you need it, because other Arias people know about. This Arias, this case, is is uh, not as well known. So, so therefore, there's there's a concern, and he requires Chalitza for both. Agam, that according to Rabbi Shimon, when you just have a simple case of two widows that are both sisters, he doesn't require the Din Chalitza Midrabana. That, in that case, he's not worried about it. Let's see the Mishnah. Three brothers. Two brothers married to two sisters. One is single. Doesn't have to be single, they're trying to point out. But to create some drama, one is single. If one of the husbands of one of the sisters dies, and then the single brother does maimer, so he does the preliminary stages of being Mekayim. He didn't actually do Yibum, but he did Maimra, which is a preliminary stage to indicate that he intends to do Yibum. And then, before he was able to do Yibum, the second brother, who was married to the other sister, died. Yishamai says, the one that he did Maimra to, he can keep. She's already with him. And the second brother's wife, the second one who died, his widow, is prohibited to him because of Chosisha. Because his two sisters are now having a zika to him. But Ishame says that the first one is grandfathered in, so to speak, because he did Maima. And he may keep her, stay married to her, and can consummate the marriage through Yibam. Yisrael says he must divorce his wife, that is not fully his wife, that he did Maimah with, with a get, and then with Chalitza. The Eishes Achiv and then the wife 
the widow of his second brother, needs chalitza. Zui Shamru, this is the case where they just declared, Oilo al ishto, the Oilo al ishtachi. Woe to him on his wife, that he loses his wife, the first widow that he did Maimah with, and woe to him on the brother of his, the, the wife of his brother, the woman's uh, sister, the woman he's Maimah with, her sister, the widow of his second brother, that he's got to do chalitza on her also. So he's going to lose both of these women. And of course, as I said, for drama, he's mufna, he's single, so he's left without any wives. And that's that's the oilal ishto oilal ishisafi. See Rashi, ishto imo, kornev beis shamai, the maimar kiknusa daimar. By doing maimar, it's as though he has been konis brought her in. And then when her sister becomes a widow, lo mitzra ha'achalemishum achasukupa. It does not create the prohibition of zika to both because they're not on equal footing. So there's a requirement for, for both to, according to Basila, to, to be uh, terminated, both relationships to be terminated. The first one that he demanded with the get, and then with after the get with Khalitza, whereas the, the second brother's wife, the widow, Needs just chalitza because of achosisha. He cannot be connoisseur because of achosisha, the wife of his his sister, his wife's sister. The Arachosholim explains the reason for the seder advarim. Why does it need to be that the woman he did maima with? He first has to give her get and then chalitza. He explains that this is in Simon Kuf Ein in seder chalitza. Chalitza is the matir. So the chalitza has to be the matir. They both have intentions for the mitzvah. Other than a coin, she's not allowed to marry a coin with a rabbanon. But the chalitza is a matir to the general shidduch market. So that's, that is the kavana that they need to have. And in order to have the chalitza being the matir, since there was a maimar, so he has to give her a get first. The first one is konis, the first widow, he has to give her a get first, so that when he then gives chalitza, it is the matir. To speak out, another nekuda and the halacha, we go back, we had a big masamatan. what does the halacha mean what happens in the previous Mishnah when you have a requirement to do chalitza but it wasn't fulfilled so we had a machlokas Reb Lezer said Beishamai holds that they could he could be Mekayim the, the wife that he was Kones Beishel says Yotzio Rabbi Shimon says Yikaimu which we explained the Gemara that means Rabbi Shimon holds it's not a machlokas Abishol says the opposite Basil was lenient, said they could keep, they could stay married. Meshame was the one who says Yotziu was stringent. So how do we paskin about this? Lacharetz machlokes between the Ramba and the Tur. Shulchan Aruch brings two days. Let's just see the Aruch Shulchan gives a sikum about this. Zelashna Tur Shulchan Aruch. This is in Simon Kufayin Hey in Ebenezer Sechess. Dal Rachim Shnei Mihen Sumshtei Achayos. Four brothers, two married to two sisters. 
and the first two brothers, the married sisters, died. At the same time, or one after the other, before he was able to be miyabim, the first one, both require chalitza, and not yibum. There's a rabbinic restriction, as we said, when it falls to two brothers, even according to Rabbi Shimon, there's still an iser of achasakuka, a zika between two sisters, but if that iser achasakuka was violated and one of the remaining brothers was kones, then he is not required to divorce her. That's the quotation of the tour. The tour seems to paskin that b'yevet is moter, which lechera would stem with either Rabbi Shimon, who says nobody argues about it, or Avishol's version that Basila was mekel b'yevet. Shalonarch said gimel chasov loshen zet. Shalonarch brings on two days. Im kadmo kamsu kol echad achas mechayus hotzin os mehet. If they were kones, then they violated the Isidrabana Bachosakukapso and too bad they've got to divorce their wives. The Yesh Mishomer Shaimotsin. And some say there is someone who says that they do not have to divorce. Adkanoshana. So Shokanoch brings both days. Ram Peg Zain, Rish Peg Zain, Kaso, in Kodmu the Kansumotsin, Raman in Yadakazaka, Haskins, that he must both of them must divorce these wives. That they married in violation of the Zika to two sisters. That seems to be the way the Gemara learns. And a tour is a wonder. The Bach says it's a mistake. That's what the Ramam says in Yad, but in Pirish Mishnais, he says, If there was a violation of the sister of a close so. He is allowed, each one is allowed to keep this wife. Of the, in our case, of four brothers. Reuben and Shimon had two sisters, were married to two sisters. Levi and Yehuda, each one has konis, one. They're not allowed to do that. But there's a, a, a way of learning, as we saw, multiple ways of learning, that it's moter, bidyevet. Not chayev to be mozi. But the Ramam, when he wrote down Chazal, could change his mind. Therefore, it seems that as much as it's a real shita, we see it's the Ramam in Pirish Mishnai is Lahalacha. So even though he changed his mind in Yad, Lachar that's Pat in the tour. The tour does not change his mind, the tour holds. Ain't Motsin. The time of the Avagav, the Fi, Hamavur, Rish Bear Gimel, the Sphere, the Tam Kamo, Yotsu, Rabbi Lazar Sphere, Pluxa, Beishamai, Ubeisilo, Ach, Bedios, Perk Hei, Monolar, Belazar, Bechor, Beisilo. So Rabbi Lazar considers this as the stringencies of Beiselah. The Abishol Bivam Shokhes Sirle, the Beiselah Lakula. As we mentioned, the Abishol holds that Beiselah is a lenient one. The cause of Harav Sham, Bidios, the Gemara Bivamos, Chinalach, Lulu, Chinalach, Shim Kavam Konsu, Yikano, Akinoshono. So the, the Rav seems to, to learn that that is going along the lines of the Ram and Pirish Mishnayas, that Bidiyavad, they're allowed to stay married. That's where the tour is coming from, and to the Sarachian. But this machlokis, how we paskin, is brought down into Shulchan Aruch, that 
although the Isidur of Achel Sukukasa says that they should not proceed with Yibum, they must do Chalitza, but it's a Machlokes, if they didn't and they violated the Isidur of Achel Sukukasa, perhaps they are permitted, the Yesh Omer, that they are permitted to stay married.